Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Eating Salads. It is me, Austin Crosby. I'm actually very excited to announce the beginning of what we've decided to call Bean Week. Today, we will heavily feature beans as well as every other day this week. Actually, funny story how we got there. Of course, there is a little bit of a stock shortage on the shelves of stores, and we went to do our grocery shopping the other day and saw that the canned vegetable section was ravaged. But what was left was a suspicious three lines of heirloom beans. And from those, we picked a can of Jacob's Cattle Beans. Heirloom Jacob's Cattle Beans are apparently speckled like brown and white cows, even though after they come out of the can, they're not so speckled. They look like regular kidney beans for the most part, even though I can see where they got the idea for their cartoon image of the beans. We've mixed them straight out of the cans with some raw Brussels sprouts and some frozen vegetables, which I went ahead and cooked, and a little bit of tapatio and some cherry tomatoes. Here we go. Wow, that's actually so good. I forgot to mention I put some Goya salad seasoning on them, a half a pack. The inspiration for this came a few months ago when we actually put some Goya salad seasoning on beans and one other thing that we mixed and it was so good i think it was beans and broccoli i wasn't aware of another time where i had eaten raw brussels sprouts come to think of it though it is something that comes inside of salad mixes just at a lower proportion to what we have on this salad i wonder what is up with bean juice the rest of the contents of the can of beans i'm sure it's mostly water it's not like I think it's Gatorade or something, but is it just kind of like osmosis where the beans are losing some of their texture, some of their inner juices to the water? I'm guessing that's exactly what it is. I did not go the extra step of rinsing these beans in a colander. I just opened the can, turned it upside down, and let it drain out most of its contents, and then mixed it with the Brussels sprouts while it still had a good bit of juice. Now, this bowl of vegetables seems to be multiplying every time I take a bite. I look down and it's like I haven't even made a dent. And I guess what I've been thinking about while noticing this is how in grocery stores, all of the cool ingredients were left on the shelves. Everything heirloom, anything organic, anything soy-based or experimental in any sort of way was left untouched. But the most normy dishes like pasta, spams, soup, those were all annihilated from the shelves. I also think, won't all of those groceries just come around on the next shipment of trucks to all the grocery stores? I don't know what percentage of the United States food supply sits on shelves versus sits in storerooms somewhere, giant warehouses waiting to be shipped out. This really is the sort of meal which school cafeterias should serve to kids, in that it kind of seems like it could be a punishment but in reality, it's just a somewhat random assortment of whatever we had lying around. And I think that children eating this in grade school would become much less spoiled than they are nowadays. With their chocolate milk and cheese sticks. I am proud to be drinking water along with this salad today. I've had much coffee so far. Probably three cups. And you have to remember to pair that with water. 
it goes down well. Earlier I was thinking about how if I were in high school when all this coronavirus stuff started happening, I would have cared much less. I would have been overjoyed to have a two-week-long vacation before summer break or spring break. It would have been the time of my life. Big surprise. Best snow day ever. And I would have been right in feeling that way because I wouldn't have had any chance of getting sick. I lived in a small town, so there would not have been anyone sick even in town, I think. One thing might seem a little bit off of topic, but I know it's been in the news recently that the website Pornhub has been giving free premium subscriptions to countries put under full lockdown, Italy, for example. And I wonder if it could lead to a surge in the circulation of uncensored Japanese pornography in Japan and the same in other places where there's more censorship. I wonder if those restrictions might ease up with more people locked inside. I saw today that the canals of Venice were crystal clear. You could see down to the bottom of them. You could count the fish in them because it had been so many days without heavy traffic. And the same can be said for many crowded places all around the world. The lockdown has them eerily abandoned. For example, in Japan, there is a park where tourists can feed the deer. And since there have been so few tourists, the deer have started walking around in herds throughout the city, much like the Omega Man remake, I Am Legend, with Will Smith. I believe that marijuana dispensaries and coffee houses around the world have long lines going out the door, are selling out. We actually went to Walmart yesterday and the beer aisle looked fine. I just feel like I should get all of these observations kind of on the record. They aren't necessarily how I feel about things. Maybe I'll have that more candid conversation at some later point, but more of just it's a surprising time in history with all of these strange new viruses and finger pointing and people virtue signaling about not spreading the disease. I remember when swine flu happened and bird flu, avian flu, swine flus of all different varieties over the years. Feels like it happens every year or two. And this is an unprecedented reaction. This salad is about as filling and tiring as Thanksgiving dinner. It is not one I'd expect everyone to finish entirely. I would hope that you would have a sore jaw if you finished the entire portion that we made. Otherwise, you have a jaw of steel. But no, I guess last closing notes on the coronavirus thing for today. I saw an online anecdote, let's say a post, about how 80% of South Korea's coronavirus cases are attributable to one woman who got into a car crash, went to the hospital, was told to go home and get her things, went home, got her things, and then I don't know if she went back to the hospital immediately or if before she went back to the hospital, she went to a Korean Christian church where they used the same nozzle to give everyone a drink or something, one of their practices they do, and it got 80% of the people who have coronavirus cases in Korea infected from her. Presumably, she picked up the infection from the hospital in the first place after having a car accident. I think that is the biggest takeaway from that story. Yes, it is that she should have self-distanced from everybody. She should have not gone to church. Most importantly, it's that she went to a hospital first and then left. And I think that if we looked at hospitals as the biggest sites to be wary of right now, that would be a healthy thing. 
Of course, wash your hands. If you're already a germaphobe, you've been preparing for this your entire life, and you shouldn't be worried about anything. But if you are not a germaphobe, for example, if you aren't worried about how often you are cleaning your sheets and your clothes and you name it, sterilizing everything around you all the time, don't go to hospitals. Don't go hang out near sick people. The pizza places around me are still crowded. The grocery stores, the Walmarts are still crowded. So, time will tell. Kind of interesting stuff. Either way, I hope you guys tune in again tomorrow for another installment of Bean Week to find out what you have in store. Thank you very much, and have a good day.